1: The wall jumped happened there was no screaming female
2: if she wants to win the show she has to fuck it. most
3: dramatic right you might end up
2: the welcome back from the com. it's the ball the oh pardon me the bachelor lifestyle podcast oh, there's too many words that sound the same that's the brand. Uh big big happenings on The Bachelor this week. Colton's season, fantasy suites which is always my favorite episode because that's when they do the sex. Um, so I was excited to watch it, and I know my co host Jason Stewart was also excited for it. Jason, what's up?
1: Hello, everybody. Yeah, brother. Now yep. did you just say uh this welcome to the Steve Balboni podcast?
2: No, does Steve Balboni have a podcast?
1: No, no. When you were just flubbing your words, I think you started to say Steve Balboni. No, I
2: said, I, I said from the baller lifestyle.com. I, then I started to say it's the baller lifestyle podcast, but clearly it's not. It's the bachelor lifestyle where we talk I would, bachelor.
1: I would tune into a Steve Balboni podcast. He could have Buddy Bianca Lana is, on the show. He could have Hal McRae.
2: Is he still with the us, only, Steve Balboni?
1: I'm sure he is. Oh, okay. And they could they could probably seance Dick Hauser and R.I.P. Uh, yeah. What
2: about my guy, Costa Mesa High School alum Dan Quisenberry?
1: Yeah. Again, they could seance them. Need, Eighty-five Royals all day long. When you
2: play when you play ball at Costa Mesa High School, the name Dan Quisenberry comes up a lot. At the time, Brent Maine didn't come up too often because I don't think he had really tasted the bigs
1: How's when, when I was still in high school.
2: Yeah, and, and more importantly, Costa Mesa High School, go Mustangs. Uh, okay, so last night, Jason, it all popped off. It's Fantasy Suites. We got three girls, right? Cassie, Tasha, Hannah G. Cle- I think the two clear frontrunners going in, well, no, I, I shouldn't say that. The one clear frontrunner was Cassie. Had it not been for the teasing all season of her crying in the back of a limousine, which turned out to be exactly what we thought it was, she would have been easily the favorite and this would have the this result would have been much more shocking um, so the show starts off right there it's the it's the end of. The um, hometowns episode. They jump. They jump it, right in where we the, left off. Right.
1: It's the end of the hometowns episode in which um, the one father that did not give his blessing for Colton to get down on the knee.
2: Cassie's dad
1: was Cassie's dad, and as we talked about last week, by far the most rational response to. Sure. Uh, any, any, any kid that you just met 20 minutes ago asking for your blessing and, and asking your daughter to marry her if, if she's the one at the end, uh, as offensive as that is, he, he got three dads to give him his blessing. One, I would enough. say
2: Tasha's dad was, gave a very tacit endorsement. Right. He said, if it gets there, if and, it comes and it, to that, I, I will give it, my blessing.
1: And didn't he break like a huge rule and put them both in a room and say, "Colton just asked for my blessing." Yeah, yeah <laughs> that was the did. guy. <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: he was pretty cool. I like Tasha's dad.
1: Yeah, but that's where we left off. Uh, three of the four, two of the three. Well, how many? How many women went to the hometowns? Four. There were four. So three four. So three of the four dads signed off on it. Cassie's dad was very. Um, Uh, dubious about the whole thing so go ahead
2: absolutely um so then it's it's we find out we're going to portugal what's the name of the city well they they say algarve or algarve they say algarve and that cannot possibly be the portuguese pronunciation but since the entire time they were there. They were essentially doing an infomercial for the town of Algarve, Portugal. I guess I'll, I'm just going to have to take them at their word that that is how it's pronounced. Um,
1: it's, it's where, it, as Colton, um, they, he, they must have directly fed him the line from the, um, from the, the tourist office. It's where the mountains meet the ocean. And I'm not sure that is the only place on earth where the mountains meet the ocean. No, I
2: thought, I thought, and, I thought they were talking about Orange County, California.
1: Right. And then, um, as they kept repeating the city, you, it was a hint that you, and no one watching this show has ever heard of Al Garve. No. Uh, nope. and, 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 I think that like I've, you know, I've existed on this planet for 46 years. You would think it's somewhere along the way in school, or maybe just by hearsay, someone stopped by Algarve and, and told me offhand, like, I've never heard of this city. Sure, It's almost yes. like it didn't exist until The Bachelor created it.
2: Yeah, they, they made a deal where they said, hey, come here, we'll give you some money, we'll give you, you can use our hotels, you're, we'll set you up here, and what you're going to do is you're going to discuss it on the show. This is very common. This is branded entertainment right and but it was just so
1: over the top but i I have a feeling that the 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 travel producers for the bachelor were like okay where do we find it and the person on the other end is like it's where the mountains meet the ocean and the producer's like that that's about that narrows it down to about 70 places on the planet could you be more specific
2: it's kind of like when you're like hey how do i get to raging waters it's where the 10, the 210, <laughs> and the 57 meet. Right. So you right. just get on any one of those freeways. And when you yeah. get to the other two freeways, that's it. You're at, to, you're at Raging Waters. Uh, so, yeah, they go to Algarve and immediately their sex is in the air. All three chicks are, have announced they're ready for dick. They want, they want this virginity. And because Colton, I don't know if you know this, never had sex before. Right. He uh. So he gets to his room and he's like goes around his room and inspects all the sexing locations. And he's and the, I I, w- I will say this, the facilities for by even by bachelor standards, not that nice. His room was very small. I mean, he had a suite, but the actual sleeping yep. area, the the bed. Was nearly touching the walls on both sides. Very cramped. I'm claustrophobic, and it I made me uncomfortable that room.
3: But yeah, he and like, even
1: yeah. even looking out the balcony, it was this just, just little um, uh, grassy area. Yeah, he didn't which have he I, didn't have a view. You can find in like Tustin, California, looking out an yeah. apartment or something.
2: Yes, that's exactly right. He had like a courtyard view, which yeah. is not near the nicest hotel room they had. They surely had something. I mean, it's where the mountains meet the sea. Where's the what? fucking sea? I didn't
1: see or the mountains, yeah, yeah, I didn't
2: see a mountain or sea. So he goes around and he's like testing like the springs on the bed. He's like, "Oh, he's like there's a balcony here, like will this can we do a bend over the balcony situation?" Like he's he's making sure the room's all set up. Um then so we learn that Tasha, she's going to get the first sesh. And great choice. I don't know. I assume the producer sets these up, but were it up to me, and were I the bachelor, and I was explaining this to the person I was watching the show with last night, were, were I me, I definitely would be having sex with all of them, but I for sure would choose Tasha first. She's, she seems to me the most woman, the most in-touch with her emotions the most and I don't I don't want to shame I don't mean this to shame in any way the most experienced or at least um the most visceral sex partner there I for sure would have picked Tasha first so she gets the first sesh Jason and then um she they but first they go on a chopper ride so they they go and how could she, they have done more sketchy things together. What is it about these two that they did? They did three things I would never do bungee jump.
1: Bungee cord.
2: Yeah. Skydive. Sky and then go fly in a sketchy chopper in Portugal. Kind of weird, right?
1: Right. Yeah. So, and, but I thought it was, um, a great producer plant joke at some point when i mean they these two have nothing to say to each other he has nothing to say to anybody That's so true. these forced conversations led to a real easy joke it was like man every time i'm with you we do something that i never thought i would do and she's like well what else is on your list what else have you never done I, and then they had yeah. a nice laugh
2: i yeah. i would say of the three of them tasha's the most mature and so she seems like an easy hang.
1: So the fact is – She's gotten – by the way, she's gotten more dripping hot yes. with every episode. The I body. don't know how she pulled yeah. that off, Yeah, but she gets hotter by the minute.
2: The body, just the whole – her whole vibe is cool. And yeah. so as much as an empty vessel as this guy is, and as most bachelors are – he's not very different from most bachelors – um, she brings the most out of him. She, he seems most at ease with her. They're just chilling, but yeah, they're they're in the um. They're, By
1: the way, a, yeah. gr- a great example of the fact that he could tell her anything, and they're just chilling. Um, at some point on this date, and you can go back and listen to the sound. I'm pretty sure that he starts talking about this point in the process. This point in the adventure. Where he gets overnights, where he could he could um, you know learn more about them, and you know he's really looking forward to this part of the process. Yeah. and he doesn't really make it about her. He's no. talking about I I'm, I'm looking forward to the next three occasions overnight in private moments with you women. Like he's literally telling her that, which is a, a huge no no if you are attempting to the you know to hide the fact that you don't know who you're going to be with and or not want to break the heart of the person that is supposedly in love with you
2: yeah i got that vibe of of all these women he seems the most comfortable and most at ease and most chill with this tasha but also at The entire time, just by the way he's speaking, just by what you've just pointed out, it was clear to me that if she gets a rose, if she miraculously gets a rose at the end of this, these fantasy suites, she's for sure not getting a ring and not getting proposed to. He doesn't, she's along for the ride. He likes her, but she's not his end game. Uh, So they're on a chopper ride and they're, like we talked about before they're doing like an infomercial for Algarve, Portugal. And mm. they're like, "What's the So what are the exports besides figs?" And he's like, "Uh <laughs> extra virgin olive oil." And then she's like, "Oh, extra virgin, my favorite kind." Like it was it was so obvious. They're, they're like, "What's the What's the gross domestic product besides your cock?" Like they they could yeah. not have been more um, scripted and lame yeah. in this conversation. This whole show, I can't believe they stretched it out so long because they really – there's not a lot of girls left. There's three girls left. There's just right. not two hours of content there right. to make a show, and you really – it really drug on.
1: So, um, But you, you mentioned the, the oil pun, like – at the That's very really- least there was a little bit of an imagination in that in that producer fed exchange. Yeah. How about how about this one? He uh he does something as he's sitting there and he like cringes and she's like what's wrong and he said, "Oh, it's my it's my legs. I'm not very flexible. It's probably because I'm a virgin." <laughs> yes. Like none of that makes any sense. Like that, that entire sentence. It was a chance to tell everybody he was a virgin for the one hundred thousandth time in this season. It's
2: insane. Yes, that that's a very good point. So they get up. The chopper lands on like this sketchy perch, this cliff top, and they get out. And this is the third real opportunity that these two have had to die on dates on the show. They get up to the top of this this cliff top and Colton gets out a blanket and they're like going to have a picnic and he puts this blanket on the ground and Jason, this, he puts the blanket on top of shards of sharp rock. Like the whole yeah. top of this mountain, it was not a place where you could just kick it. There was no grass to sit on. There was not even any flat rocks. It was, sharp gravel, jagged gravel that he put the blanket down. I was watching with fancy sauce and I, I pause it. I go, Can you imagine if I put a blanket down on that? And she's like, well, I wouldn't sit down. I'd say we have to go. There's not, you can't even sit on that. It was so insane to me. Like this is the place they found that they could chill. I was stunned. It was, looked so uncomfortable. Did you notice that? Yes. It was weird. Uh, so then, yes. t- then, um, Taysha and Colton are chilling, like like I said, he's he's not much of a talker, but they're 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 chatting, you know, and they're being flirtatious, and they're talking about how they might fuck, and uh, but it's cool, and then but no no drama. So then um, they bounce out to dinner, and this Taysha, just what a little minx, like just so cute, such a good body, and she's got a very low cut thing on. It's like it's like the dress, like two sides, each side of the dress comes over her titty and then it's like cut down to her stomach in the middle in a V and she, she's got the dress like taped to her titties on either side. Cause you can't wear a bra because it's open in the middle okay. and it keep it, the dre- the tape is failing and the dress keeps falling over falling open and her, her titty keeps popping out. And I, to me, Jason, like there's that's, I'm so simple. I'm just such a basic man. Like I would be, I would need to leave and just take care of business. I would not be able to finish the meal if that were happening to me. Did you find that arousing as well?
1: Maybe not. uh, I don't know if arousing is the word, but I love that the show uh, went there because she has um, she has an outstanding set, and they. I like the fact that they just talked about them and the yeah. fact that she was yeah. falling out, and yeah. she didn't want to flash the world, and he mentioned her boobs. And it was oh, like yeah. just kind of a rare breaking of the fourth wall a little bit. They just they don't get into that kind loved of stuff it. on this show very often, uh. and they should. I mean, the, the show is pretty despicable um, and unforgivable in a lot of ways, but for some reason they're really uh, sensitive about these things. Just talk about it. Yeah. it all No, I out. liked it. I liked I that too.
2: I loved it. Um, and then, but then there, it's something that struck me weird is that they're, they're having this conversation about, Oh, Colton going to lose his virginity. You know, we're going to go back to the room, all that. And it's, this is always weird to me. It happens every season. There's never any discussion about what the woman wants. Like maybe Tasha's not, yes, she's had sex in her life, but maybe she doesn't Uh want to have sex tonight maybe she's not ready to have the world the millions of people that watch the bachelor know that she got filleted by this colton dude for the first time and it's just there's never that's just not even an option that the woman might not be interested in having sex if she wants to win the show she has to fuck him
1: it's all about it, it and it's all about this it's colton's mentality and it's like it's a mixture of narcissism, um, his denseness, and just this narrative of the show that they keep having to go back to. But it is always about like when he decides to have sex, then whoever That's it is is going to have sex with him. Yeah. That's all, it all comes down to his decision to choose who he's going to have sex with. It never comes into play where, well, is the other party going to consent? Is it, are they comfortable doing this? He says something in this exchange at dinner. I don't know. She says it. <laughs> she she says it in the leading up to the uh, to the card, the fantasy suite card. She says um, something about ashamed when her husband cheated on her, and she's like, "It's caused me to know my self worth. I yeah. value intimacy a lot." Oh yeah. It was. She she basically at that moment did kind of leave the door open. And at at this point, we're left kind of guessing here.
2: Yeah, she. So that was the next thing I was going to talk about. She is. They're chatting, and they just both seem very chill, and they're having wine. It looks like a nice time, and you know the titties are out. Like the whole thing looks good. And but then this Tasha, who who to me is just has shown herself to be such a gem on the show. She starts. She gives this very heartfelt explanation of what intimate. Intimacy means to her, and the the kind of connection she wants, and just this whole just she just says this this gives this very mature and interesting and nuanced talk about how she feels about intimacy, and then right after that, and she and she goes the way I've come to feel, you know, the way I've connected with these feelings. Is because when I, a year and a half into my marriage, because as we know, she's damaged because she's been married before. She, um, she's like, a year and a half into my marriage, I found out my husband strayed. I can't remember how she put it, but something like that, like wasn't faithful. And I was like, oh, fuck. She's putting this dude on blast. Like people know who she was married to. Or they could probably easily – we could probably Google it in two seconds right now. And he didn't sign up to be on The Bachelor. Like that's not – that's – his business is now put out there to the world. I thought that was a little much to be sharing. What did you think?
1: Yes, I found it weird. And as you were talking, I looked up who her husband was. Oh, yeah. It's nobody uh, Nobody famous. His name is Josh Burrell. But the um, the article—he's
2: <laughs> famous now.
1: <laughs> the article on um, Radio on Wine, I think it is, um, has her in over one hundred fifteen thousand dollars in debt. Uh, well, probably after the divorce.
2: Oh, really? Oh, fascinating. Yeah. Oh, what's
1: that all about? Yeah, that's interesting. So well, take that.
2: Well, she's gonna she's gonna be able to. Uh, She's going to be able to make it up with her, uh, with her social media posts after the show. Um, so yeah, they, they, she puts her ex-husband on blast. Um, and, and again, Colton's like at the end of this, if it is us, that will never happen. Like he's saying, if it, if right. we, the two of us end up together at the end of the show, I'll never cheat on you is what he's saying. But he's the one that gets to decide. It's not if it is us. He's saying if I all. He makes it seem like (laughs) it's just this miraculous thing that Uh could or could not happen, and he's got no control of it over it. He controls the entire thing. What what what, what what fucking world are we existing in in this bachelor where he's just fucking like I don't know who we'll see who knows. And she's just like, yeah, whatever. It's fucking insane. It drives me crazy.
1: <laughs> By the way, do you did you at the beginning of this uh this this scene, he opened a uh, a champagne bottle?
2: Oh, he I I have the, that in my notes. He doesn't know how to open a champagne yeah, bottle.
1: Yeah. It was it was like they he reacted to the cork uh blowing up. Like if he was like in a cave in Vietnam and he, he like pulled the yeah, thing on yes. his He's grenade yeah. and like, you're know, like, Oh my God. Yes. Like it, it's like uh it was just such a, just like a lot of things with this guy, the, the, things are handled in such a, an unmanly way. Yeah. Like he has, he has zero manliness. Oh, no. it gets, I think it, I, it gets I, so I was exchanging texts with somebody last night. Maybe it was you. And yeah. it's like, his dad was a stud. Like his dad was a man's man. Yeah. Like I think that if his dad wanted to, he could have a lot of these housewives around the country. Oh yeah, his dad's a unit. wanted to be like the, the, the 59-year-old bachelor. <laughs> totally. And, and, and Colton has none of those qualities.
2: No, totally agree. He's a big puss. And he doesn't know how to open champagne. And it drives me crazy. I've never had a bottle of champagne explode in my hand. You just fucking turn the bottle or the cork slowly until it pops out. Hold it at an angle. Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, he's, then he's like giving her a tour of the room and like the PAs, the production has run a bubble bath. Well, that bath's cold. There's no way that bath's still hot. Like they're supposed to both get in there and it's like all the room is all set up for fucking. He's like, Hey, if we want to fuck here, here's the bath, there's bubbles in it. Like they already tested the springs on the bed. We got the balcony. Like we can go at it. um, But then it's cut to the morning, and I didn't see, and I hope I didn't miss it, the requisite shot of a pair of woman's shoes on the floor or on a chair or sometimes on the (laughs) nightstand. I didn't see that, and that's always there.
1: You're right. They didn't have that. They
2: didn't have that. So probably because, again, they're euphemizing everything, but they're like, I enjoyed spending time with you, blah, blah, blah. This is my number one trigger point. And I felt bad for Tasha because she doesn't – they don't really make them up for the morning, which is kind of fucked. You're on TV. You should be able to look your best. They can still make it look like you just woke up but kind of like fix your makeup and make you look nice. But she's – they start doing morning – the morning kissing. And they both have these huge teeth. And I cannot help but think to myself, are these – have we Listerine? (laughs) Like is the mouth – have we cleaned our mouths? Have we brushed our teeth?
1: Yeah, and, you, you, you always to fixate on that. You always fixate on the morning kiss. This is the
2: first thing I do in the morning. I get up. I go. I take a piss. And I immediately after I take a piss, I brush my teeth. Every morning, whether I'm going to kiss somebody or not. And especially if I'm going to kiss somebody. Uh, so that, that had me triggered. But then they allow that they didn't fuck Colton. Of course, it wasn't up to Tasha. She was down um but Colton Colton says I wasn't ready to take the next step which spells this is the death knell for Tasha um Tasha's probably going home and then he's she, oh, apparently they were at her place which is weird I thought um I thought I guess they have like the same room but then he leaves and she does that thing where she stands in the courtyard and watches him walk away till he's gone. And then she goes and sits on her balcony and does the, the two handed um, pensive coffee sipping that only happens in Jennifer Aniston movies. And on the bachelor, like no one, no one ever holds their coffee with two hands like that.
1: <laughs> I think Tasha on camera had said uh, the comment that it did not get as intimate as she had hoped or they had yeah, hoped. Yeah. She actually said that. She, she was, had she was down. Like r- rarely do they it's just a weird thing with this show. It's gotten less and less, I guess, inhibited in the way they they uh position the sexual aspect of the fantasy suites. Like her just admitting on camera, yeah, we didn't have sex, it's just such a far cry from where the show started. They used to be so so like ta- taboo and, and coy about that so basically it was one one down and no sex that's basically if you're keeping score at home
2: um, yeah exactly so and it's things are not looking good for Tasha at the end of this even though the date went great they didn't bang she didn't take his virginity and he just kept euphemizing the discussion he didn't say you know I'm he he has said to all three of them, I'm falling in love with you. He hasn't said, I love you, yet. Um, so then he goes, date number two, it's Cassie. He picks her up in, like, the slick 80s Mercedes, convertible Mercedes coupe that looked very cool. Um, they, you know, they have one of these lame dates where they, where they go to a cafe, and they fucking do a thing it's the second time it's happened on this season first time was last episode with kaylin this cassie like dots his face with some with some frosting or something and i fucking hate it and i know you hate it too did you notice that jason
1: yes yes i did notice it and i like i said last week anything that has to do with food smearing throwing food at each other any movie that has any food fight i just i I just don't get it i've never gotten that
2: i despise it i absolutely hate it totally agree with you uh and then they're going out in the having their date and um this colton is first of all these two are actually kind of a good match because they both seem to be about seven years old he's like put He like they're shopping and he puts like a stuffed animal octopus on her head and she thinks it's like the cutest thing ever and it's so dumb um and then um he's clearly smitten he's like we care about each other so much it's crazy cassie makes me feel complete like what a loser uh but the date overall is pretty boring they don't you know nothing really exciting is going on Um, and, but what is becoming clear is, but from the way they're talking is that Colton loves Cassie. Like Cassie's going to win the show. And, but Cassie, she's got different ideas. Her, she has been accused of having designs on becoming the bachelorette and she's vigorously denied those plans. But all of a sudden, like, the kitchen's gotten too hot. She's in a put-up or get-the-fuck-out situation, and...
1: So, but let's be specific yeah. about the accusations. Yeah. Katie, outgoing Bachelor uh, contestant Super cute. several weeks back... Huge fan of Colton, Katie. I loved Katie. Yeah, told Colton on the way out that there's a, a couple of women that aren't here to marry you, and and she... Spoke with somebody who wants to just be the Bachelorette, which that kind of came and went. And then Kerpa later clarified to Colton that Katie was talking about Cassie. Kerpa, yep. like that, the complete. Um, non-factor chick that towards the end somehow picked up steam on camera and uh, and told Colton that Cassie's not here to marry you, essentially. Yep. She's in it for whatever else. And at that juncture, remember, one of the beauty contestants interrupted a two-on-one dinner to tell Colton to choose Cassie Instead of Kerpa, because Kerpa's just a what? Just a yep. somebody trying to stir shit yep. up, and she's making shit up. And remember, the beauty contestant Kalen, talked Colton Miss into choosing Cassie over Kerpa. Yep. and it's and it, since when? It since when un un um, acknowledged? There Absolutely. wasn't any conversation of yep. why he made the decision. Kerpa didn't ask him about it. And you and I discussed last week. I'm hoping that in the next two episodes, they do a pretty good job of explaining why they were so coy about that whole thing. This,
2: it'll have to come up on the women tell all, which has, Maybe as of this recording up. hasn't aired yet.
1: Right. So anyways, that, that's the backdrop behind um, the first part, the first point in this episode where you start to see Cassie, uh, start to see Cassie coming off of the, the, the rails here because Colton tells her, um, you know, when they were talking about the hometowns, you know, I asked your dad for his blessing if I were to propose to you, and he did did not give it to me. Right.
2: Even before that discussion, there were all sorts of red flags where he's like, I want to have babies with you and a white picket fence, and you're the one, like, he's basically saying it all. Right. To the point where, if this episode hadn't taken the turn that it did, I think they would have epi- uh, edited a lot of that out. Like there, were, it was too obvious that he, that Cassie was all he was thinking about, and she was she was responding by saying things like, "I could see a future with him. I just wish I had more time." Like she was very lukewarm, and then he's right. like, "Hey, by the way, I was rapping with your dad, and I said, hey." Um, can I? You know, I might want to propose to Cassie. Would you give your blessing? And your dad was like, "Fuck no!" But whatever. And then she's like, she turns that around on Colton. She's like, "Oh, well, I didn't know he said that. Um, that's that really shocks me." That, and then she, and yeah. then she looks at Colton and she's like, "And you're okay with this?" And he's right, like, What, was yeah, that? what was yes,
1: that? you're okay with what?" Yes, he, what was he supposed to do?
2: Her whole thing. And I have to believe this, that this was planned. She knew her dad was not going to give the approval. And she thought, Hey, once my dad doesn't give the approval, the other dads probably do give the approval. And this Colton, he's going to realize, Hey, it can't go any further. She expected to go home last week, Jason. She was more shocked than anybody to make it to this episode of the show.
1: Wow. That's a great theory. And I didn't even think of that. I really didn't. And, I think that yeah. I, th- I thought this was a weird exchange in the moment. She didn't quite know how to, she's not very good at expressing her feelings. No, I mean, that, like, like, so like you said, they're, though. they're perfect for each other. They, yeah, they are, they just don't know how to articulate anything. And she's just like, I, I just don't get, I don't, I don't know how to feel. I, I don't know how to feel. And she just kept repeating her, her nonsense and he he ended up trying to tell her it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what he said um, in all this stuff. But it's like here's this is this is where I think this episode um, went, where rarely do bachelor episodes go because it runs against the nature of the program. For those who've never seen the show, it's a it's a game show where you have two winners at the end. They go through this proposal and I think what nine out of 10 or 95% of the bachelors have broken up with the person they proposed to. Of course. And and the bachelorettes kind of stay with their guys. But, but the bottom line is it's all about the timeline of the show. If you don't fall in love within the timeline of the set taping of the show, then it, then it's over. It doesn't work. Then nope. your lives can exist together. It, So The Bachelor kind of fools everyone into believing this. And at at some point, I really thought they were going to go down and break the fourth wall on this one. Because you have have a woman who seems to be telling Colton, I don't know, I'm not there yet, but maybe I'll get there. It's just not going to be within the framework of this show. And at some point during this date, Colton was like, I don't care if you're not there yet. I'm in love with you. I'm willing to wait this out. And I, I started thinking yeah. to myself, wow, this will be the first. Like they're actually acknowledging a week before the finale that they're actually going to be bright human beings yes. and give this time this af- time after the show to get to know each other. And then all of a sudden she just she basically re- reveals what Kerpa and Katie, I think, had, had been telling us. She wasn't in this to be with him.
2: Um. No, she wasn't. It was clear. And as things got heated, it, she was becoming more and more manic uh because this wasn't playing out the way she thought. So right. she's they have the discussion where Colton didn't get the dad's compro- c- approval. Cassie is apparently shocked by this, even though they were at her fucking dad's house together when this happened. Apparently they're not real big communicators in the Cassie family, the Randolphs. Um, so then, she, but then that's her out. She immediately starts using her dad's non approval as an excuse, right. where she's like, right. "Sorry, can't. I guess not. Oh well. Yeah, I was kind of into you, but, but uh, my dad but said he's,
1: no." He's he's not letting her her go on that. He's not letting her off the hook. Right, he's because, too dense to pick up on it. Right.
2: But and then he looks like such a. Bitch! Like he cannot see yeah. what's actually happening. This chick is not that into you, guy.
1: She's she's trying to find an out, and yes. you, you're you're too dumb to to realize that because he, he has zero experience emotionally in this department. The,
2: uh, the whole sequence was so disgusting on both ends because she right. is completely disingenuous the entire time. She right. is so. Fucking full of shit. And it's so obvious. And this Colton, (laughs) this Colton could not be more of a bitch where he's like, it doesn't have to be right now. It could be later, like whatever. So then her, then at some point, apparently these dates break up so they can go wash their genitals and get ready to for their nighttime fucking that's supposed to happen. So all of a sudden we cut that we're back at the hotel. And a fucking minivan pulls up and the door opens and shades of the strength and conditioning coach from Stanford on the last bachelor, Cassie's fucking dad gets out of the minivan and stomps to her room, knocks on the door. She opens the door completely shocked that there's somebody at her door, except for there's a fucking cameraman in the frame standing directly over (laughs) her fucking shoulder. Right, like what is going on, and then the dad walks in and has the fucking conversation that you one hundred percent know they already had back in Huntington Beach where he's like they're real religious and uh, cool like i'm not I'm not gonna judge that that's your thing. I'm totally cool right. with that, but if you're- fu- if you love fucking God so much don't go on a don't let your daughter go on a game show where she could potentially be the fucking prize
1: where where she could she could win the show and there's something suspicious about
2: a hundred percent it's so
1: fake there's something suspicious about the bachelor um expensing this guy to fly from orange county to insane uh to portugal there's no reason why he needed to be there personally. No. A simple Skype, a simple – Hey, we're, uh, talk,
2: we're not in the same room right now, you and I.
1: Right. But, but a simple Skype um, could have done it both visually and he could have gotten the message across. That was a red flag for me. Why did they need to fly the father in for this exchange? This was, this was literally a what? An eight-minute conversation? Yes and yes. he spent 15 hours on a plane. Yes. It it just there's something that just doesn't quite add up. So obviously he went there to to I guess do the messaging on camera and so that he she could go off with her father yeah. and do some kind of fucking uh consolation or or whatever public relations spin or whatever they needed Isn't to so- do. He didn't need to be in Portugal for this conversation, yeah. but the bottom line is he tells her this is a very serious decision, not a decision you could make in a few weeks of dating on a, on a game show. Which goes back to your question: yeah. then Why the fuck did did she sign up for the show? Yeah, exactly. And then, and, then go, and so so yeah, the whole thing is just really sketchy. I, I'm not sure why he was there. So then she she gets all made up and yeah. looking like hot as hot. Oh, was, she had a, she had like, was, like a
2: short little dress on. Which, She's which, so again, cute.
1: If you go to if you go to yeah. some, I, I I can't get in the mind of a woman, but if you're going to somewhere to break up with a dude, are you going? Are you dressed to the nines? or Are you kind of downplaying a little bit? I mean, of course she she looks smoking hot she looks to so break good. up with him. Yeah,
2: she looks so good, and then but then she's not breaking up with him, Jason. She goes there and they go on the date, and she immediately starts fucking trying. I mean, he's adult like. If I were him and if I were the people in his camp, I'd be pretty pissed because this is, this is why you pick a guy like this because he can't see this kind of shit coming. But she's like, you know, um, I thought it would have bothered you more that my dad didn't give his blessing. All of a sudden it's fucking Colton's fault. Colton's the one that's like, look, you're the one I want it to be with you. I like, he's saying all the right things and she's trying to flip it on him to make him look like an idiot. And it's working. Uh, she totally plays him. Colton is not a man. And then she's crying or she's sort of fake crying crocodile tears. She's like, I'm not in love. <clears throat> and I mean, as much as I hate her, Cassie does look super hot. Great body, fantasy, sweet, worthy. Like I, if I were Colton, I would probably be trying to extend the date as long as I could. But
1: to, to me, to me, that's what the that's what was going through his mind. Yeah, you could you could almost see the squirrel on the wheel inside of his head yeah. as he is looking at how hot she looks. Yeah. He obviously likes her. He tried. In every in every way to get her into that fantasy suite so yeah. that he could lose his virginity yeah. to her. That's yeah. all he wanted to do. And I think that he in in his narcissism, if I plant my seed in her, she will change her mind. Wow. So I need to get her into that yeah.
2: suite. You say he could, he do. might impregnate her. Well, or just, okay. just the fucking, the proverbial seat, yeah. yeah, just
1: attempting Metaphorical to, to create, a, create an image here. Yeah. If, if, if I am to, if she's to be my first, how can she leave me? Because it'll be a great experience for me. So why would she leave me? She will change her mind. Um,
2: yes, I sort of agree. But he, the, he ends up looking like such a fucking cuck- pussy he's like i'm okay with like she's basically saying no like it's like he's not getting the point she's like she's almost not using the dad excuse anymore because she's been and this had to have gone on for hours because the sh- it was a fucking hour of the show that these two are just right. sitting there like weeping to each other. And she's like, you don't understand. Like, I'm not there. I don't know if I can get there. I." W-. but she right. also wants to make herself look good. So she's like, if only I had more time and she's so fucking fake. And I'm, I'm, she angry. never
1: had, she never had the balls to say, look, I'm not going to get there. She kept saying, it's, I don't know if I'm going to ever be there
2: because she's trying to save her self. She's trying right. to save her fucking Instagram life that she's going to have after right. this. And at no point does anybody say, Hey, remember four days ago when that other girl that's not here anymore said we were in Denver, where I live, at my fucking house, at the train thing. And this other girl that I fucking sent home that would have been sucking my dick right now told (laughs) me that you weren't here for the right reasons. And you fucking assured me that all these other girls, and there's several of them all saying the same thing about you, You assured me that they were fucking lying. And now you're doing the thing that they all said you were going to do. Please answer that. And no one, no one ever has that conversation on this fucking show.
1: Well, and, and how about this? It's going to bear out tonight. If what you just said is true, because I, I happen to believe you. Yeah. There was so much strangeness about that reveal that Cassie's not here for the right reasons. Like I said, the, the whole bachelor, she wants to be the bachelorette thing was said like once, maybe twice, and then it just happened to go away, which on this show is such an indictment. Uh, yep. The show doesn't want their contestants admitting openly that they're after other ambitious things. Even though it's obvious to everybody, they can't admit to these things. So it was like if they don't address it tonight, you know the fix is in. Right tonight, if Cassie's there— and Kerpa's there and Katie's there. They should Chris Harrison should call them all up yeah. and say, Do you two feel vindicated that Cassie ended up not wanting to be with him? And mm-hmm. they need to kind of have it out. They they need to they need to sort it of, and if the show doesn't do that, then it's a complete delinquency. Like it oh, it, totally. it loses credibility. This 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 show that that has has very little credibility will lose what credibility it has the if they don't have it out. And by the way, it'd be great drama and a great narrative. I just don't think the, the show has the balls to bring it up. Of course not. So she
2: leaves. She and and the whole season they've been teasing this fucking shot of her in the back of a limousine crying, and you're like or a van. And and the whole season you're like Oh well they are not gonna show one of the front runners get sent home in the tease at the end of every episode, starting at episode one. They would never do that. And these motherfuckers, that's exactly what they did. They've been showing her leaving the entire fucking season. And
3: then she left.
1: though. The problem is though, and and you and I are having this discussion and we sound ignorant because reality Steve already knows what happens at the end. But we still have a finale to, to and and yeah, they teased that he goes up and knocks on her door. So maybe you and I are fools by having this entire conversation. Reality, Steve is just like, dude, come on! Everyone knows that he's with her. There are you know plenty of pictures to prove or whatever. Maybe. But like, yeah. at this juncture of the show, even, it, it's me, frustrating because things just don't add up.
2: To, to me, that's even worse. Where she's like, wait. They, now I'm not going to be the bachelorette. Now I'm painted into a co- corner. What's my best play? Oh, my best play is to fucking take the ring, s- take the virginity, stay with them for six months, and see if I can get a fucking internet podcast out of this or something to raise my own profile. There's no, there's no I'm, I'm done with Cassie. She's hot. Don't get me wrong. We're a little bit younger and in the, the right situation. I'd try to make something happen with Cassie,
1: I'll admit that. I'm not or that. her even younger sister. banging,
2: oh, Super bang. The mom's hot. <laughs> um, but the family's weird and Cassie sucks. Fuck Cassie. I'm out on Cassie. Yeah. Although she looks good to me, let's be honest. I think she looks real good.
1: Um, she leaves He, he and, so badly wanted to have sex with her. Like me too. I I got but the more impression. Than that, more than that. More than that. Because no, he's no, being no. such a
2: pussy for, about it.
1: But 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 I was the more I kept seeing him beg, the more I'm thinking, in his mind, all I need to do is get her naked in bed and have sex with her. And because me losing my virginity is, is, the, is the only thing people care about in this world, there's no way she won't change her mind. Like, he so badly wanted to have sex with her for a couple reasons. Because she's super hot. So hot. And he's been wanting to the entire season. And then it would be a tool To back her into the corner. Right. I mean, then she stuck, and and she just didn't do it. She held to her guns, and so the other, the other part that has been teased seemingly since the very beginning of the season is Colton jumping the fence. But before we talk about him jumping the fence, he
2: jumped the fucking fence.
1: Yeah. I need, I need to talk about how the fence jumping was edited. Oh, okay. I'd like to hear this. So, as you know, five or six episodes when Chris Harrison's on, uh, you know voice says, and then something that's never happened, or the, the, mo- the maybe the most shocking incident in the history of the show, and they show Colton walking towards a fence. You hear Chris Harrison calling his name, Colton, Colton, yeah. And then as soon as Colton jumps the fence in one leap, you hear a girl scream, Oh, my God! Yeah. Like, like I had described earlier, like he had jumped into a, a pool of alligators on the other <laughs> end of the fence.
2: <laughs> well, they are in Portugal.
1: Right. So as we saw, as we saw it play out last night, the big uh, wall jump that the Internet was craving and pissed off at the, that they saved so long – the wall jumped happened. There was no screaming female. There wasn't a female voice right. that. that it, and, and, and by the way, the uh, Chris Harrison saying Colton, Colton, yeah. yes. Colton, Colton was was the sound of Chris Harrison trying to find Colton yeah. after he left after he leaped over the fence. Chris, and this is. Go ahead. Chris Harrison
2: had to be summoned from probably being balls deep in a PA. Like he was, like somebody's, like, hey, hey, uh,
1: somebody get Harrison. Harrison,
2: tell Harrison to wipe his dick off. We need him on camera, and he comes outside, and he's like, he's got like food. He's like wiping his mouth, and he's like, he's like, oh, did Colton just jump the fucking fence? Yeah,
1: (laughs) did he just jump the fence? Yeah. So, uh, so, anyways, I I understand creative editing, and the show does it all the time. It screws with you, but. It was it it didn't have any it didn't have half the drama yes. that the T's had. And then how about point. this? Yeah the only reason that you're walking down the street looking for someone and calling their name every three seconds Colton Colton is if that person went missing. Yeah. If that person went missing and is hoping to be found. That's when you would call his name out repeatedly. Right. He's not, he clearly
2: it's, doesn't want to be found. This
1: is a person that willfully, voluntarily left, and he doesn't want to speak to anybody. Usain Colton for the 18th time isn't going to get this guy to be like, wait a minute, somebody uh, somebody, want, somebody wants to talk yes. to me? Oh, somebody's oh, looking hey, for I'm me? Here. Hey, I'm over here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, that's a great point. So that, that's how the episode ends. Colton jumps the fence. Everybody's looking for him.
1: Colton! <laughs> Colton! That's how the, the episode ends. There,
2: he's lost in Algarve, Portugal. Um, that was it. I will say one thing that also bugged me is that we, we learn that in, the, um, in the, the edited portion that they run after the show, the, the blooper reel, we learn that Colton is a huge food weirdo they're, uh He's sitting outside with Tasha, like during their date and, she, or it might be in the morning and they're, they're eating like dried fruit. And she's like, here he's, he's never had a, uh, a, a dried a- apricot, which I would argue is one of the most delicious things that could ever <laughs> grace your palate. Like if you have some good dried apricots, I'll need you to hand me three of them and then I need you to take the bag and put it at the bottom of the ocean or put it in some type of secure facility, a vault of some sort because I will find it and eat the entire fucking bag. He, she holds one up and she's like, you want a dried apricot? And he's like, ew, it looks like a, a shriveled up thumb. And I'm like, are you fucking four years old? Eat a fight. She's like, do you want a yes, date? Yes. He's like, she, she's like, you've never had a date? But then they keep, the, they keep the double entendres going and where she's like, I don't like nuts. She's like, are those nuts? She's like, I don't like right. nuts. And he's like, right. he's like, oh, really? You know. Anyway, I'm going to miss Tasha. I, su- I assume she's not making it to the end, right?
1: I, I mean, I, I don't know what the finale is going to bring. The tease for the finale is he isn't giving up on Cassie, and he, they show him knocking on a door. Um, which leads me to believe that the show is not done humiliating this emotional midget. Like they're not done. So he's going to have another breakdown next week.
2: And I can't wait to see the after the final rose, because it appears that he may have gotten some plug work or he's filled in the power alleys. It might just be a (laughs) hairstyle. And then also the, he, it looks like he, I don't know if it was just the lighting in the preview, but it looks like it's almost got a tint to it. It looks like he may have shoe-polished his lettuce. Did you notice that, Jason?
1: <laughs> the tease for the final rose? Yes. I, I noticed there was a much different look to him. I thought maybe he had lost some weight or something. That I, could I, also I, be it. You're, you're the guy who really keys in on those. Yeah, other I, I keep an eye on that stuff.
2: Okay, Jason, um, great episode, great analysis. I had not considered a lot of what you were saying. Maybe... Maybe he does go knock on that door, Cassie's back, and she wins the whole thing. In which case, I will need to buy a new television because I will be kicking mine right. in with the heel of my boot.
1: But please uh, when you when you name this episode, you always like to try to you come up name. with cute yeah. ways. Yeah. I think it's simple. The vindication of Kerpa. And if you need to add Katie in there, fine, but Kerpa's us- just a dumb name. I
2: usually do two-word
1: titles Uh-oh. or
2: three i've never done a four word title how about Uh-oh. um
1: KERPA's redemption Kerpa vindic- Kurpa vindicated Kerpa, no, it's, it's, it's a vindication you have to, you have to use a. it's got to be in there okay, okay. Yeah, okay so I'll see
2: it's
1: got to be vindicated do. okay i'll see what i can
2: do all right until next week for jason stewart my name is brian beckner this has been the bachelor lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com We'll see you next week. is
3: my first impression, Rose. Prompeck to J. Stewart breaking down all the shows. It's the basketball on ABC with Chris Harrison. You grind in a little sent home. How embarrassing. The most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right. You might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Falls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl in a week. We making a connection and falling in love. We chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub. We starting in LA and then we travel the world. We toasting champagne. We got the 32 girls who dance a hometown and who's the most hated, who had the best date and who's getting eliminated. We always speculating like you wouldn't believe, but I cheated, locked on to reality, Stevie. So it's the Bachelor Lifestyle we live in. It's the ball of lifestyle we live in. It's the Bachelor Lifestyle we live in. It's the ball of lifestyle. It's the Bachelor Lifestyle we live in. It's the ball of lifestyle we live in. That's the lifestyle we living in it is the ball. the lifestyle lifestyle